1: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. Pilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
3: Hello, good evening, and welcome to Green and White, the first episode of this season's Argyle Life podcast. With us, we've got Sam. Hello. And, oh, actually, you are as well, aren't you, Sam? Also fresh from tonight's game, it's Finn. Hi there, Uh, So, Argyle have just lost 2-1 to Swansea in a pretty competitive and relatively enjoyable pre-season friendly, and off the back of a 1-1 draw with Bristol Rovers, now League 2 Bristol Rovers, um, on, when was that, Saturday.
0: Saturday yeah Saturday
3: yeah yeah. so Finn what are your thoughts on uh, how preseason started
0: yeah I mean
2: um yeah okay really obviously had the kind of I went to the first games um yeah against Parkway and Saltash obviously you can't uh read too much into those but uh we we I we still saw some nice patterns of play um and uh, it was nice to you know just see some football again um you know, in front of my own eyes. Um, And then, obviously, Saturday was good, but again, um, it just kind of felt like, it felt like last season in that we had, we looked the better side for lots of the game. Uh, We had better chances, but um, a defensive mistake meant that um, we didn't come away with a win. Um, And then today, obviously, against quality opposition, first of all, it's just, surreal to be back in home park um yeah, and uh although it's not like full capacity um you know not not for it not to be deliberately socially distanced felt like well it was normal and it was it was just great um and you know um just to hear a few chants of Argo and things like that was amazing but in terms of the actual game i thought first half uh we started off really well. And like I said, um, like much of the, the Bristol Rovers game, we um, failed to take our chances. And then I felt really after that, that was kind of the first 20 minutes. After those first 20 minutes, uh, the midfield lacked a lot of organisation. And um, although you could see Swansea's quality, they kind of cut through us a bit. Um, however, um, you know, we got into halftime. They, they scored like two good goals. But I felt, I felt like... We were really struggling, particularly for their two goals. Uh, they, um, the midfield was struggling to kind of close the space and get out to them. Because although the first goal was a great strike, there was literally like no one closing down the shot. And I would thought, I thought, oh, here we go again, sort of thing. Um, you know, it, it kind of felt like Bristol Rovers and sort of a repeat of last season. But actually, I thought second half, whatever happened, um, we kind of tightened up a bit and. In general, um, the defence did well. Um, obviously, we're still having problems finishing chances. But, yeah, I, I was quite encouraged by the display overall, really.
3: Um, who's your uh, stand-up player been thus far?
0: Uh, of, of tonight or preseason season generally?
3: Uh, but either?
0: Um, I think it's probably a the, the lot of the same players of preseason generally were also the best players tonight. I think Conor Grant is, is definitely, you know, the listeners to the podcast, and I've always been a big fan of him. But I think he's definitely had a very good preseason. He was one of our main attackers. Do a shot every tonight.
3: time you say that. It's not yeah. just the Conor Grant. It's the anyone who listens to the podcast knows I love him.
0: Well, yes, yeah, so well you've just extended it even further now. So yeah, so yeah, <laughs> he, he, he did well. He put he put a cross in for the goal that probably in truth Swansea should have defended better, but he still put a good cross into a dangerous area. So that was good. Uh, played well generally. Moved the ball forward. Uh, pretty well. Got he's got a, a goal and a few assists already to his name in pre-season. Uh, Randall definitely is another another one of the most promising players of pre-season. And tonight he was absolutely exceptional with the ball at his feet today. Always making the right decision with it. Always um, not just moving the ball, moving the ball on, keeping possession, but moving it forward wherever he could. He wasn't just going backwards and sideways. Obviously, there's times that you have to, but sometimes with young players you, you kind of see that you know. Maybe a little bit of slopy shoulders, a little bit of wanting to avoid doing the dangerous thing. None of that with Randall. We played. It's also the way balls. he
3: went to get it too. The way he went to receive the ball in a way that you really didn't see Fauna do last season. Yeah, um, exactly, he, exactly. Fauna almost like he could have done it if he wanted to. But it was almost like seemed, didn't honestly didn't seem like he wanted to sometimes.
2: Um, you know, Fauna he would quite often look over his shoulder, see that there was a player behind him, and just like just automatically just pass sideways. Whereas Randall today, I was noticing he was looking over his shoulder, had the confidence to turn and play a forward pass. And I just. Yeah,
3: he, bro- he broke the lines a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but uh, uh, maybe, but like it's pre season. Like he's just played against a quality opposition and he kind of, especially with the ball at his feet, he really held his own. He, you know, for a player who hadn't hasn't played at like League One level, he's sort of passing. Well, Fauna, Fauna played that League One level the, the whole season and it already looks better than Fauna, like you, like we said, like Fauna was last season sort of thing.
0: Yeah, he, he, I agree. He really does show for the ball very well. Um, he, he's, always, he's always trying to receive the ball. And some really good through balls. That One, on the counter-attack for Ennis today, that Ennis maybe you know, could have done a bit more of when he picked it up, but a really nice through ball by Randall in the second half to get it through to Ennis. Um yeah, re- really promising player. Um, cup, Maybe, a cup, you know, still... The thing, the thing with, area the to work thing on, with Randall,
3: right. the thing with Randall, and oh, what should, I should add, it was actually confirmed by In Stonebridge that it's Randall, not Randell. Yeah, yeah um, I thought
2: it was Randall as well, yeah.
3: Oh. Well, I started with Randall, I think ages and ages back. Went to Randell for a bit because I heard other people saying it. Should have yeah. stuck on the guns. But um, the thing with... Huh. The thing with him, and it's actually it's not even with him, it's with Argyle's formation in their midfield is we we still it very open defensively that midfield was still providing a, a, a total lack of protection when we we're defending our final third pressing we seemed fine we seemed low and Schumacher have clearly drilled the team quite well when it comes to pressing but in terms of just marking and occupying space in the and you know and defending in the final third they're kind of all over the place and that's not anyone's mm-hmm. fault because none of them are instinctively a defensive midfielder None of them are best known for their tackling. Mm. They're all best known for having the ball not being without, and then none of them really a defensive leader either. There were a number of times when there was just a big gap that no one had spotted the space that they're meant to be marking, and then no one was also communicating to another player where they should be, and the, the reason why Randall might then come in for more criticism of it is because he's in the position that would have a defence midfielder instead, that would have a Josh Grant in it, or a Joe Edwards in it, or a I mean, I want to say four of yours, not exactly that good at it last season. <laughs> but point is, yeah, he might come in for a bit more criticism because if if Argyle do start to chip goals early on and continue to waste their chances, that's something that might that might come up because we've seen that second half Bristol Rovers then very often when Swansea came forward today.
2: Yeah, that's something I was going to touch on really because, like, although I've talked about the positive of um, Randall there, I thought I, I think I don't know. First half, I was not not impressed at all really with with like i said with the, with the way that the midfield the the
3: defended yeah yeah
2: yeah just like no organisation there's no leader no organisation um and like i said it's pre-season but we can only take what we've been what we've been given so far and i'm i'm looking and i'm thinking right so we've got james wilson dan scar and who is it brendan galloway all of them look like capable defenders, especially Dan Scar might come on to him in a bit. I thought he was excellent. But doesn't matter if you can just cut through your midfield and you then then you've got potentially if it's a 4 3 3, like I think Swansea played today, I don't know, I think it looked like a 4
3: 3 3. It was I think.
2: Yeah, so you've got three fast attackers running at three exposed defenders and like I, I've always said like yeah you know, I I'm a, I'm a big fan of Randall you oh, sorry, Randall 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 <laughs> Yeah, Randall and like I know his, like I know his qualities. But I said I would be wary of anybody coming from the National League despite him in a good season playing League One football next season in a single pivot role. As well as, like John John Halton. Yeah, same
3: goes for Halton really. Yeah. He's he's not going to be that much better is he?
2: No, exactly. Like Jordan... might be a
3: bit more streetwise and might communicate a bit more, but hell David Fox is the communicator. Yeah. He is silent as a mouse when it came to defending.
2: So, so no, like, no one, uh, you, you know, you can say, oh, Lowe's brought in the centre-back, so you look more solid, which they kind of do, but it kind of makes no difference if your midfield is all disjointed and, like, that's what that, that's the biggest thing that's worrying me at the moment and the fact that we continue to waste chances.
0: Yeah, I mean on yeah, onto the, oh, oh, the see, wasting chances. I certainly hear about the wasting chances. We had a lot of them today, didn't we? And um, we scored one, which, like I did, was kind of... It was a good cross. It was that, was a defensive error. Error. Defensive, that was a horrific
3: error. That was a horrific error. But there were lots yeah, so if, if Argan make that error, we're gonna, we would have spent like ten minutes talking about it. Yes, we'd have been yes. talking about how it's that. That's a nice finish by Hardy, but Quite,
2: all the error. Finally,
0: after about five chances. But yeah, if we if we look at some of the chances, missed, and just run by them quickly. There was the the Rovers one well. and one. Yeah. There was the Ennis one right at the start. There was the there were the two Hardy ones first half, weren't there? Yep. Left, yeah, we we, right genu-
2: we genuinely outcreated them in terms of chances.
0: Yeah, genuinely.
2: like oh, we
3: had the best chance. Ennis's head yeah, was the did. best chance. Yeah. If he hits that on target, he scores. It's as simple as that. And he he totally miskewed it. headed it straight down to the ground and over.
0: I yep. think
2: I think Niall Ennis, possibly on form, and I think he looks like our best forward. But but he he like. Brian Hardy kind of routinely misses kind of scuffed shots. My Nyuenis has a really, really nice finish in him, but I think he's the most, biggest culprit for having a clanger like a real clanger. Like he can just miss from one yard out.
3: Who like, was that game? Who was the opposition when he skied it from like three yards? At at yeah, that nips, He then yeah. scored the
0: winner later in yes. the
3: game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, Jeffcott continues. Jeffcott is such a you really wanted them to be the other way around because Cot is just all about, uh, you know, being st- not stationary, but, um, you know, limited movement in and around the box, well-balanced, well-set and ready to finish. And Hardy is more capable of finishing on the run. And Jeff got continued his trend of not being able to finish while sprinting, going clean through, but on the run. And it was good It was good effort, actually. But I mean, it was quite a telegraph where I was going so you can see how the keeper made the save. Whereas if that was him, just take a touch and shoot and he wasn't sprinting. He could have put it anywhere he liked, you know? And then Hardy, of course, first time finishing. Hardy's movement, I tell say his movement's improved a lot. There were a lot of times last season where I felt like he wasn't even getting into the goal-scoring position, whereas against Bristol Rovers and again tonight, particularly for that right-footed effort where he just peeled into the space. Great movement, but then still can't finish.
0: Yeah. and Yeah, and he obviously he did score that, you know, in the end, quite easy finish second half. I mean, three really? yards. So let's, yeah. let's not... let's not. He had he had two uh, good chances first half that he should have put away. Um, that could have had a hat-trick against Bristol Rovers. Was, was, yeah.
3: Really could have had a hat Could have hat had trick. a
0: hat-trick today as well. So, he, to be fair, he is the top goal scorer in pre-season with four goals, but he he will probably be the first to say he could have got more than that for. So, yeah, they're not taking chances. It is still a bit of a concern. The defensive side, you know, I can kind of hear what you're saying a little bit. I would say that we're probably not going to come up against a side as good as Swansea very often in League One. And and ultimately, I think, whilst I think what you're saying in the first half is right, I think second half we did drop in better and we did anticipate Swansea's counter-attacks a bit better than we did in the first half. So I'm a little bit more open-minded that that might see a a notable improvement, I'm not that you're not open minded, but I'm a, I'm a little bit more positive so we say that that might be a, a meaningful improvement, but obviously time will tell the more games that we that we have, the more we'll see if that is going to be a, a genuine chink in the armor or not or whether it's just uh, you know whether whether, whether, it, whether it was just a, you know a bit of a a, a gelling period if you like, and, and it will actually come come to get better. hopefully it will
2: no i I, I feel like I, my biggest concern here and I, I keep saying I hope you please me wrong. But like I said, he's brought in good, def- he, lo- he looks like he's brought in capable defenders, and especially in Dan Skar and um, James Wilson, good communicators, also. However, like you want to play a single pivot, right? You probably need them to be a good pass of the ball, but first of all, you kind of need them to defend,
3: particularly when you've only got three players behind them. And yeah. he plays such a risky. Style because when we do press high, we're so vulnerable on the counter, and there was that. And I think the thing for me was that Swansea took their foot off the gas about five minutes after the second, because yeah. why? You know there's no need for them to run themselves into the ground. It wasn't game over; it was let's let's try and control the game. And definitely in the second half, Argyle benefited from not making constant changes throughout the yeah. uh, throughout the second half. Is only right towards the end when we saw you know the mass rotation come in, whereas Swansea swapped pretty much all of their team at constant intervals and that very much helped keep the momentum in our favour as in prevent Swansea from building up head of steam um, yeah I'd, like I say I'm, sure. we're, we're not, we're not right, we shouldn't have the same defensive issues on the same level as last season because we shouldn't have centre-backs handing away goals left right and centre <laughs> um, and we shouldn't be quite as vulnerable from set pieces and you're right Scar has looked good there were all those complaints by Walsall fans and whenever complaints like that come in, I always wonder to what extent is it the player or the team? He he Because looks- the team you play in and the players around them, what you're asked to do changes how a player can look. And that's how you can get a Sonny Bradley with all those terrible recommendations, who turns out to be great.
2: Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the he he's making isn't difficult. But by, by, by what the fans were saying, he couldn't even make... A, he looks like the best passer in that back three. In fact, James Wilson looks like the one that's struggling the most with the ball. At a three.
3: I'd agree with that. Although I'd say Gillespie looked like the best passer. Oh, oh, oh sorry. Gillespie's yeah, Gillespie. Again, yeah,
2: no. sorry. Sorry, yeah. Um, You know, the ones that, that started, you know what I mean? Oh, so. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely better than Galloway.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I definitely think Gillespie. I think, to be fair, that one... Brainless moment. It was
3: Gillespie or Gillespie.
0: Gillespie, is it... I think. Ph. Is it Gillespie?
3: It? It... Yeah, but that might be a different spelling of Gillespie.
0: I don't I mean, know. We got we got pronunciation issues well, again. Well, it, 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 it would have been nice if, if Argyle had, had a word yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: tonight, wouldn't it? But my ears <laughs> nearly broke. My ears. I was oh, right, I was right below that,
0: right below it. <laughs> oh, okay. like, I, 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 I've been down to the toilet and I didn't know what had happened. I thought that I thought there was thunder up ahead or something. Or I, I thought was... <laughs> Someone was outside with a digger driving into the stadium or something. I thought, that, I
3: thought the stadium was falling apart. You know yeah. when that Morecambe game was called off because the roof was collapsing. Yeah, that's what I thought was happening. because I couldn't work out. I what it was.
0: nearly, my heart nearly went out of my mouth. I'm say, I to say, I, I, didn't know what I thought was <laughs> happening. But I thought that is not good. Whatever that is. You think and after I realized, 19... the PA system. <laughs> you
2: think after nineteen months of not having fans in the ground, that's one of the first things they would have checked before they.
0: Well, thing is, they did act, I thought that, but then on the other hand, they did actually do announcements, didn't they, when fans weren't there? They still announced the goals, even when fans yeah. weren't there. So yeah. this is obviously a, another mix-up of some sort.
3: And then I should also add, on, on, on the uh, catalogue of potential errors, obviously we had the Bristol Rovers fiasco, which, I mean, before the game, both you and I, Sam, were fully expecting. I mean, I work in digital whenever a new website that's launched, particularly when it's developed by an agency, which I'd put money on it being developed by an agency because I doubt I'll have a in-house uh, you know, website builder. Whenever that happens, they always skimp and they never properly test it. And whenever there's anything like that, you always have some kind of login issue the first couple of times. And then this time, I got timed out about the hour mark. It just logged me out. Session expired.
0: <laughs> yeah there's clearly some teething problems they need to get through aren't there but hopefully they will do hopefully at least they've got preseason
3: and a series of games to identify them so hopefully that'll I, I-, I bet you that's why it was free because it'll take them a little while to make sure it's working properly
0: yeah you could you could well be right there after the Rovers mixed up I think they probably might have just said right this is just better." it because I think they only announced it was going to be free after the Rovers game didn't they? It was yesterday. So, yes yeah. So I think you're probably right that it was a bit of it was a bit of an aspect of let's just get it working regularly and then we can sort out the payment window and all, and all that kind of thing. Exactly I, I imagine, yeah make
3: uh, sure people can watch it first and then we'll get the payment bits up <laughs> before the season starts.
0: Yeah and I think that's probably fair and reasonable but yeah the, the PA was quite what uh, by the way the Swansea fans that's got to be the loudest oh. loudest crowd I've ever heard from a free season. I can only assume they'd all been on the Barbican all day because they were they were right on it from minute one. They were giving Jip to Cooper when he was going for his goal kicks. They were singing about footballs going to Rome. They were um <laughs> we were weighing every completed <laughs> pass. They, I don't know I don't know what they'd been on before the game. Yeah, but that's that, the most that, animated pre season crowd I've ever heard. Yeah, they were
2: great. Um yeah, it was it was just great to hear atmosphere again at a football ground and and, and be witness to that and you know, um just I can't wait until the season starts in a few weeks to be honest with you. Because um, I think that 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 was a good kind of kind of I guess appetizer tonight, but but the league games are going to be I yeah I can't wait. But i sorry,
3: I was going to say on that I wish I just wish that Argyle offered a crowd only option. Just tonight wasn't even commentary; it was like <laughs> it was a one man band of of like chat and conversation with. A little bit of commentary and, dispersed and oh I got by the end it was just really getting to me. I'm like, You've contradicted yourself about ten times tonight. You've said, Oh well it's good for him to that, or oh, except it might be bad, or oh, it might be good, but it might be bad. It might be it was like, Well, it's it's good to score in preseason, but obviously if you haven't scored in preseason you don't care. It was, it was that over and over, it was like in every case, it's it's have your cake and eat, eat it. And we had like seven examples. It's far better
0: than when the radio devon lot were doing it though as a rule. Obviously I wasn't listening like uh, the, the game, just, but it's far better than when the radio devon lot were doing it's it. The
3: option for no audio and just crowd noise crowd noise is what i mean like that I, I much prefer that sometimes not all the time but tonight i really i only turned it back on for a little bit so i could hear the crowd and then i missed it after a bit of commentary
0: yeah fair enough i i wasn't listening tonight so i can't really comment on it to be fair but i think um Robbie, done the commentary, is, nor- is normally pretty good. And it was Stonebridge on with him tonight, wasn't it? Stonebridge is yeah. normally good, to be fair, as-, as a co-commentator. I don't
3: know what it was. I mean, like I say, I don't know. It just felt like we needed to dial down the chat enough of the commentary just a bit.
0: I guess maybe just, like no, that, was, that was how I filmed tonight. Yeah, anyway. f- fair enough. I guess it might have been a bit of a, a pre-season. Thing. But yeah, so I'm very, very happy overall that performance yesterday. Might still be a few defensive holes to iron out, but, you know, two things. One, well, three things, really. One, you know, ultimately preseason is about learning. It's about recognising the holes. Two, I think we kind of did, you know, you can say maybe it was down the Swansea just, you know, taking their foot off the pedal. But I do think, you know, Randall did get a bit better at dipping in. and ante- Not that he was dreadful, but he got better at dipping in and anticipating when the ball was going to go for their counter-attack second half. I think he certainly improved in that regard. So I think, one, it's about learning. Two, they're already learning. And three, ultimately, the first half was pretty much their first team. And that's the team that, you know, with a couple of players having left, admittedly, that's the chunk of the team that got to the Championship Player Final last season. So we're not going to play many teams as good as Swansea. So, you know, for, well, well, yes, there are still some areas to work on, of course, the fact that we then... Pretty much, I would say... Well, let's, let's, let's not try to that
3: actually judge ourselves, ourselves on Swansea. It's a preseason friendly. Of I course, mean, yeah. it, it, Like, w- w- I mean, this is just picking and choosing because it, whenever we play a Johnson Payne trophy game, you're writing it off as meaning absolutely nothing and there's no lines to be taken. But when we play Swansea in a nothing game, all of a sudden there's... Ample to take out. I don't
0: think I've ever said there's nothing to take to the performance, even in the Johnson. You paint trophy always game. just refer
3: to it as like preseason friendly, so it's pointless.
0: Yeah, but pre-season friendly, you can still take the performance. Like, like, um, like in 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 the autumn, without wanting to get too nitpicky, in the autumn of 2017, when we were having that revival of form after the dreadful start to the season, we played well in the Johnson Paint Trophy game. Then, so whilst you know the results aren't important. The way we were playing. That's so, not what you've yeah.
3: said before. I know that's not what yeah. you've said before. Well, well, no, what I, just, I said before
0: is it's like a friendly. I've never said results. I've said results on the board. I've never said performance not that's what I've said.
3: Basically, I've gone. Finn.
0: Can I? Can I uh, just just
3: quickly just
2: about the defense? Um, like so, I mean Dan Scar and James Wilson um, in particular just just so refreshing to hear communicate to, to hear centre backs <laughs> communicating uh and telling people where to be. I mean, Dan Scar never shuts up. He just reminds me of a typical League 1, League 2 centre-half. I'm not saying he's anything amazing. I'm just saying it's so refreshing to see somebody who seems to be in the right position to clear away headers, who's, who, who's talking to his midfield, who's talking to his defence to tell them where to be. um And,
3: yeah... yeah. W- was Galloway not communicating then or was
2: it you Gallow- just could not hear him? Mm, I couldn't hear Galloway. I could hear Wilson and 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 Wilson was I'm I was on Galloway's side um for for the second half and um um and I and I couldn't hear like in the first half I could hear Wilson and in the second half I heard Galloway shout a couple of times but it wasn't like communication you know it was like be there rather than sort of you know, it was sort of what a, what a poker used to do, but I, you know, I haven't seen him enough. But I, that's that's my observation. So, like like a Poku later in the season when he kind of got a bit better at communicating, but he wasn't. He still wasn't really. It was properly. small bursts. Yeah, exactly. Rather than constant communication, which and then
3: what, and then um, Cooper was the other one to ask. Was how was Cooper's communication? Because obviously, we I mean, I remember when McCormick. We we said that at the time, but when McCormick came on, um so again, Sunderland yeah yeah and literally the instant he came on you could hear him loud, clear through in a way that you just couldn't hear Cooper yeah uh, it may have just been the one word but you could hear it
2: today Hiya. Today. <laughs> today um I couldn't hear um Cooper very much apart from the first time when he just uh a few times when he said leave it as in you yeah, know that's my ball um but he's from what I can see, he's he's hardly a constant communicator. I think
0: um, I, I, I think he's better than Matt Macy. Can I just say that like, in communication? Oh, definitely. I think I'd be more communicative than Matt Macy was. And <laughs> with, with Cooper, um, I I didn't hear at all today any communication because I was up in the top row, so I wouldn't have really heard it. I think, on I follow Cooper's communication. Definitely did get a lot better in the season, but on not anything like the same level as McCormick. But he certainly did become a more regular and more consistent communicator. Um, for Argyle, uh for sure, and um, hopefully that that may continue. But I, don't know, I can't really add add or you know confirm or contradict what Finn said because I was in the very top row, so I wouldn't. Have really yeah,
2: and I, and I think I think when we see more games of these players, hopefully this season, we'll be able to get a more sound judgement on who's the real communicators and who's not. One thing I can tell you is that James Wilson and Dan guy definitely are. Because they don't shut up.
0: Like, yeah, that, that's good. That's good to hear. Because ultimately, it was the problem last season. It was you know we had a lot of defenders who were had some talent about them, but certainly were not leaders in any way, shape, or form. And we we did kind of worry maybe Lowe would go too far the other way, and maybe that's yet to be seen whether he has or not. But what we've certainly done is we've hired defenders who may not quite have you know all the skill and finesse. Playing out from the back, but they actually do the, the, the first job, which is to defend. You know, they're big, they're meaty, they're vocal. They, talk, they don't, they they don't do try the not make somebody, and then give no, away they, the no, they do they don't do it. Oh, they don't god, do stuff like the poker and watch they, they they do the job and they do it efficiently. And they may not oh, have the thrills, when, Was it for, was it
3: job. fauna who started who, at the end of the season posting like little montage? Clips. Oh my god! I remember one of them was Blackpool away, and he put it on there like at some moment of skill, and it was just it, it showed his inexperience because a. An experienced player would never have even attempted that because you know that nine out of ten times you're losing the ball. And I'm pretty certain a game later you did the same thing, gave it away, and we conceded he, something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean he would wait on the ball and then do a cross turn just as somebody was I about to.
3: The Poku versus Sunderland was it?
0: Hole.
3: Oh, he attempted nothing. Yeah, Jesus, try and beat one player while you've got another one on you as the last man, deary me.
0: Yeah, those oh. games all merged into one, to be honest with you, sadly. So,
3: <laughs> so, I'm just remembering. No, 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 I'm just remembering low. Pad, pad, yeah. that was your fault. <laughs> what was that? What did he do again?
0: That, about- was, that was when he gave the ball away, and then a poku had to go in for the tackle and got sent yeah. off to the That was after yeah, Kamara. Yeah, that was a 1 1. Talking about yeah. Kamara today. Um, Excellent today, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, really good. I, I, And it was, again, like, because I've just seen players on iPhone over the last year. Like, actually seeing the effect that his pressing has on tired legs and the amount of regains we were able to have. I think Lowe did say um in an interview after the Bristol Rovers game that that has been something that they've been working on, and winning the ball higher up the pitch.
0: and You can you know, tell because we did it a lot second half mm, today. Kamara yeah. and... Did it well. I think Jeff got, to be fair, he's not there he's so the most natural athlete of our players so maybe he didn't quite have the same sharpness and raw speed as Hardy and Ennis but you could see Jeff Jeffcott was doing certainly really well at trying to do it he was getting his foot in pressing high up the pitch camera and Ennis were doing it to great effect Law tried to do it um you know maybe not you know quite so much because he, he was a wide mm-hmm. player but Law and Edwards tried to do it a little bit camera and, and all the strikers tried to do it you could you know if I, I, I wasn't actually aware Lowe had said that Finn but it does very much confirm, because it was something that I said we were doing a lot more. We were pressing in the final third a lot more. And I think that's something that with players of camera and energy and of Cameron's ability, um, in, in, in certainly in terms of carrying the ball forward, his actual execution of the passing can be, shall we say, hit and miss. But certainly in camera's ability to carry the ball forward and his energy, that pressing higher up the pitch is something that could really, really reward if he is going to be in the team.
3: This, is yeah. def- this was definitely a game for... For Kamara, because um, obviously Swansea were expecting to have more of the ball, and he's just a better—he's our best—he's our best player when it comes to pressing from midfield. Simple as that. Possibly the yeah. best player of all. Maybe Hardy could compete for that. Um, but then also, of course he struggles a bit if he if he comes up against like a packed defence like Bristol Rover's constantly got players behind the ball and I think he barely played a ball into the final third, you know, he was always turning and passing back. So that's just not where his skill set lies. But when he's got the ball and there's space up ahead of him and, you know, he he can beat a player, you know, in a you know, he can drag it back, he can take it this way or that way, he can do a little turn. Fine when there's space around him. And so it's definitely a game for him and you could see that. And yeah. like you say, his pressing was excellent. Right. It, it almost won us the game. It won us the game. It almost uh, helped us tie the game.
2: I mean, I think we should. I think we. Should. I think we were good. Good. Good value for the draw,
0: really. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: Can argue with that.
0: And um, I, 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 I think would say be the better of the two, if anything.
2: Yeah. Well, on, on 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 certainly on um, chances created. I mean. Um, Touching on, um, we haven't touched on um, Ryan Law, and I thought he yeah. um, was all actually quite good today.
3: Definitely um, got stronger in the second half. I tell you, I mm. thought the first half was a bit, mm, you know, but then that second half, he that he really came into it towards the end when he drove inside when he got the ball. Before he drove inside, I thought well, he's just going to run into a cul-de-sac down the line, get tackled or win or win a throw, or lose a throw, whatever. He really surprised me just where he drove inside. At least caught the defender off guard, and then a brilliant. Bending shot on his right foot and almost almost scored. And then yeah, that uh, he at that fantastic moment when he flicked, flicked the ball over his head, there was a moment where he had a little piece of skill in the outside of his booting towards the end of the first half. And he yeah. really just grew into the game in a way that surprised me. Because, yeah. you know me, I, Sam, you know, I like the law, but even I'm not going to say he's like the best player, but yeah, that surprised me.
0: It would be yeah, really he good. did show a lot more than I'd seen from him, and that um, it was the defensive discipline as well. Because my, my maybe previous doubts about him been yes, you know he's got a little bit of talent going forward. I've never disputed that, but mm, is he a bit is he a bit of a weak spot? Our team's going to target him defensively. and To be fair today, he, did, he, he didn't didn't have any problem there. He got back well when he had two, and he defended well, and nothing really came down his side at all. So yeah, Can good, I mean, just good performance. I
3: disagree a bit there, but Gauntford
0: in the first half.
2: I mean, uh, in the first half, I thought we were letting crosses into the box way too easy. And letting him yeah. get down the line weren't too easy. Um, but in the yeah, second half... came off... down the other side that I can remember, that I did it not?
3: Maybe well, no, plenty, plenty also came down the left.
0: I'm um... forgetting a bit, fair enough, then.
3: But,
2: um, but second half, I, I think the whole thing t- tightened up. And actually, I really rated talking about his defending. I really rated, I think in about the 90th minute where he just, it was kind of bouncing around in the box a bit of pinball and he just cleared it across the pitch and he swallowed it. Um, but no, I thought he was, I thought he was good. And actually, it'd be really good to see him actually challenge this season because I tell you what, he's probably our most natural left sided, like, fullback. We haven't got full, we haven't got a fullback. back. Conor Grant and I know he's a wing back, but you know what I mean like, Conor Grant and and, and George Keeper aren't defenders really. And they haven't played, they didn't really they haven't played on the uh left side of defence um before our goal, I don't think.
3: Uh no I still thought that there were things that Law needed to improve on defensively, but I think that was less him, more it's just more the team. It's like you know, you, I think individually, again, individually, all those players can make tackles. We saw Randall um, snap in a couple of early challenges at, uh, right at the beginning of the game. Um, Grant can tackle. Mayor's made some good tackles. It's not like they can't tackle. Their mm-hmm. technique's kind of okay. The problem is that they're not anticipating danger. They're not filling spaces. They're not seeing where overload's being created. Like with with Swansea's four three three. Every now and then the wingers would come really narrow and they'd tuck in ahead of the centre backs but behind midfielders, meaning that there was that easy passing triangle where you can one-two between the centre mid to the winger who's you know totally unmarked and in space and he can let it back into the centre mid who's running beyond our midfield, and then all of a sudden, you know, they've broken our midfield lines. Or then they could push up the full backs while they come came inside, and then they were just making space all over the pitch, and that's because mm. as a team we just weren't defending well, and Randall was both part of that, but also a victim of that because there were times when there was a time late on when Danny Mayer was almost covering at left back and he just started walking back infield, leaving the right wing back completely open. And I think I presume it wasn't Grimes because off by then, but the centre mid just turns all that space out and then out, ball goes widening, comes across. And you know, there's a lack of communication there. Mayer's not telling law that he's coming back inside, law's not telling Mayer he has to stay there. There, there were a number of times like that, and I think you see it less on the other side because Edwards and um particularly obviously Wilson stronger communicators again yeah but there are there are definitely areas to work on for me for Lord but defensively
2: i don't want i don't want to make this because how many times we've discussed Danny Merrin and on this podcast but it's frustrating me like that's the first game back and i know it's preseason but i as one of the, still one of the more experienced players on that side like the, just the way sometimes he gives away the ball in midfield it really frustrates me um, from for me, a player of his experience should just know better. Not what, and we know he can do that turn, but he almost does it all the time, and because he's so good at it, he gets away with it. But today, you got a bit of ball nicked off him. They, they had a shot, they scored, and it's just like as an experienced player in a, in an unexperienced sort of midfield as a whole. Like, I think you should just do a little bit better, there. and.
0: We did have a few moments, didn't we, where he kind of pondered on the ball a bit too long and kind of maybe missed an opportunity to run into space or missed an opportunity to to, to make a a good pass, didn't we? And it just kind of came to nothing, unfortunately. He's a very talented player, obviously, but he still has those moments in him, doesn't he, without a doubt. Don't yeah. want
3: to hang him out to dry over that one, though, because if he pulls it off and I'll go on the lovely counter-attack and then potentially create a chance, then all of a sudden everyone's purring. So, I mean, that's just an element of risk-taking. But I agree, at the time wasn't especially... As he went to do it, I like actually think, oh, no, please don't. And then as they came forward, it was... I don't know. I, f- I almost felt like that was about to hit the back of the net. And yeah. so it did. Um, just... I think it was his first touch. His first touch almost seemed to play him into trouble a bit. And then from then on, I thought, you know... Play it safe here. Don't take the risk. You've got two players converging on you. Don't take the risk, and didn't it didn't come off? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was, um, yeah. A bit of it, like a bit of a frustrating moment, but. I guess, in pre-season with those, it's kind of it maybe not so much worth trying, but you can kind of understand him trying. Because if it does come off, then what an absolutely fantastic counter and we could have gone down the other end and, and overloaded them, like you say. So
3: taken the lead, because it's
0: nil-nil. And maybe taken the lead, exactly. So, yeah, you know, I, I'd say just fair, fair enough with that. I, what I'm more concerned about is, again, the, the time that he just did slow us down a bit too much, when he was kind of bursting into space and sort of ran into a bit of a blind alley a couple of times, rather than just releasing the ball quickly, or rather than just... You know, getting his shoulder down and taking someone on. It's those that bother me a little bit more than 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 that defensive error. You know, yeah.
3: yeah. Um. So I was going to say, last question. What 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 else do you want to see? So we've got who's coming up now? Middlesbrough. Talk on Friday
0: night, and then yeah, and then it's the middle of, actually middle Friday night, and then Tavistock on Saturday. So I can understand oh, right. it'll be a very much a uh, youth slash reserve team that will go to Tavistock.
3: I presume so. Yeah.
0: I'd like to see a performance very much like tonight going forward, but with a couple of the defensive naiveties obviously cleared up a little bit. You know, I, I, whilst I'm a little bit less, you know, worried about it than, than you to are, I, I see what you mean in some respects. And so there is still, you kind of do get the sense that a good defensive coordinator coach would improve this team. So I would like to see a similar performance going forward, but with maybe just a little bit more coordination and understanding at the back. That would be very nice to see indeed.
2: Um, yeah, okay. I think that that and um, well, I know. Um, there's, and finishing. No, there's no rush finishing that, and a couple of po- couple of players come in uh, over the next couple of weeks because um, I, I still yeah, feel like true. we 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 spec right. So I don't think we're getting another DM because although I think we need one, I don't think Low thinks we do. So um,
3: I bet you'll think we need one for the end of August. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Well but
3: Yeah I, if we ship goals early in the season then I, all of a sudden that'll change rapidly.
2: I, I, I hope so because like like I said, I like I like what I've seen of Jordan Houghton. I really like Adam Randall, but I question their ability to be able to do that job at this present moment that we need them to do in the formation that we play. In. And that's not that's not you know, bashing them as such, that's just they're not the right kinds of players to 10% do 10% less job.
3: offensive, 30% more secure in defence, you know? it's a, In terms of trade-off, you'd, you'd maybe score 10 fewer goals, but concede 20 fewer. Yeah, and, 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 and that gives you more points over a season. But saying that,
2: Nick, we might not it's even secure those 10% because you can't finish chances at the moment. So,
3: I mean, yeah, the, the main thing I want to see against Middlesbrough, against Bristol City, against Torquay... Not really too fussed about David for the reasons Sam yeah. said. Um the main thing I want to see, number one, when we get chances honestly, to see our strikers finish them. You yeah, know, I, I, not not all of them, but I mean look at how many Hardy had, um, against Bristol Rovers. Ennis' chance later on as well against Bristol Rovers, then obviously Ennis had top chance here. Just it doesn't really matter because if, if, on if it it's goal scoring yeah, exactly. If they hit goal scoring form at the start of the season, then no one Really cares after preseason, but nevertheless, I would much rather see them.
2: You'd like to get see them in- get into the habit of scoring chances. Same that.
3: I just want to see them not waste chances. <laughs> I, yeah. just, I just don't want a repeat of last season, which is wasting chances at one end and giving them away at the other.
2: Um, and I'd also like to see a sign another centre back by the end of the window. There's no rush at the moment, uh, and another striker because I think Ro- I think I think.
3: We need yeah. another Shirley. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure Shirley's going to be enough. No, at no.
2: At this stage, and we, we we said, oh, we don't need. You know, last season we were like we have too many strikers, but now we sorted talking about that. Sort at least the cent, the centre of defence to an extent. Um, I think Hardy, Jeff Cotton, and and um, and uh, Ennis are you know good options in their own right. But I think to have that four strike, you know, four strikers competing for two spots, that's what you want ideally.
0: I yeah, because the, the we'll risk is more, well, Even if it's only a lonely, we'll get one more.
3: Yeah, yeah, probably. The uh, the risk is obviously if say you lose one of those starting three, then all you have then is Shirley off the bench. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't actually know enough to know if he's good enough. And it might be that he's too young, um, and that maybe in a few seasons' time will be good enough. He's but got it, some it
0: promising moments in him for sure, but I think if you're going to, it's an almighty gamble. Yeah, you'd want him maybe it's like enough. a wild card fifth choice striker, kind of like Lolo. Yeah, Lola's, and what, why not? Like, and I,
2: I would i would i would actually get a strike on a permanent and use him as the sort of fifth lonely striker like we had with i don't know well it was like sick or something wasn't it But timmy abraham came in last year and played nothing but you might as well give some minutes to shirley mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. anyhow um that's the show we'll uh hopefully be coming back on some more good performances against good opposition too uh, to look back at next week probably after Bristol City and the season's getting closer it's getting mm. closer, it's what three, just under three weeks away?
0: Mm. Blimey, so it is
3: doesn't really feel like mm. there's been a break given the Euros and uh, no, the it really late don't. finish to the season No, it really. Yeah, there you go, we'll uh, be back next week thank you all so much for listening and goodbye all Right, goodbye
0: And there
3: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes
1: first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.